Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet, and I brought the big man in studio today, Mr. Art Ali. Art, welcome to the podcast. Patrice, can I tell my wife you said that? This is good, man. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I am well. Thank you so much, guys. You know, you've heard me talk about Art a number of times, the man that really gets the credit for taking us from Washington, D.C. to all the trouble we're in today. And so, Art, thank you so much. And we're going to talk about that because what I want to do, of course, we continue our discussion around job creation. I brought Art in because he's been so instrumental in helping us not only go national, but also been a major advocate in the whole job creation and even uh, a major donor for us. We're so grateful for him. So I want to talk a bit about job creation, but I'm going to really focus today on Art's book, and I'm going to have Art come back again because uh, we want to really kind of walk through the book Invested with Purpose uh, with the author himself and give you guys a sense of that book and some of the things you can glean from, from, from the book. Art is the president and founder of the Timothy Plan, uh, the, 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 the nation's uh, leading uh, biblically responsible and value-based uh, mutual fund. And he'll talk more about what that is and so forth. Last year, some of you guys were in Kenya. Remember when I was in Kenya, uh, the fund rang the bell on Wall Street. And we'll talk about that, what that means. For our international audience, um, you'll kind of get a sense to understand a bit about how the U.S. market works. For our U.S. audience, if you don't know yet, uh, this uh, I, I happen to be on the Arts Board of Directors, and I'm honored a number of us. Uh, who kind of walk along with him to see the miracle happen. And so you're going to glean from that today. Well, Art, uh, first, welcome to the studio. And Art, again, my gratitude to you for just how much you've supported us, championed us over the years. And literally, Art, you know, I was thinking as I was doing our cash flow, um, we have our retreat coming up. And you remember when you first met us, we were, you know, we were like this. And uh, and and to be able to do a cash flow projection with reserves and really kind of look forward, it's a miracle. And thanks to this man here. Art, right, thank you so much, man. Uh, don't give me that much credit, but you're doing great work, Patrice, and I appreciate being affiliated. I joke around a lot with you, as you well know, but that's just my, my dry humor personality. I, I appreciate it. Now, you and I are meeting tomorrow, all right? And the good news tomorrow, I'm not asking you for money. Tomorrow, I'm asking you for your brain because, you know, the fund that you've helped us launch, um, we got some opportunities. And I need the mind, the innovative mind of our alley to kind of help me structure this fund in a way that uh, we can attract more capital. So isn't that good news, Art? <laughs> I don't know. If you're depending on my mind, you're in trouble. But uh, I'm glad to visit with you about it. Well, Art, first, before we get into Investable Purpose, uh, again, Facebook friend, feel free to ask questions. I invite your comments as we have come through with Art today. I want to talk a bit about job creation through entrepreneurship. Art, you are an entrepreneur yourself. Uh, you've started several businesses over the years. Um, your claim to fame is, is the Timothy Plan that has is really multiple businesses in one kind of thing. You have the evaluator, you have the fund, you have different things happening there. You also have major... Uh, um, kind of um, a mission organization that are tied, that are offshoot of Timothy Plan. So you are truly an entrepreneur. And so are, um, why is entrepreneurship important in this day and age in terms of whether it be 
beyond just job, I mean, entrepreneurship, why are people like you and others out there who own businesses are critical in this day and age? Patrice, I don't know how, how to begin to answer that question other than this whole thing was not my idea. Uh, the Lord has his two by four with my name on it. He wanted Timothy to be launched. He could have used anybody and he used the most unlikely uh, uh, person, me, uh, to do this. Did not start out to be an entrepreneur. I just wanted to be obedient. And uh, there was a need. Uh, you know, I've been in this industry, the investment industry, over 40 years now. And there was a glaring need for somebody to launch a segment of the industry that would be biblically responsible because when we launched 26 years ago, Timothy plan, there was nothing uh, that screened out where Bible believing Christians could invest their money. That was the motivation. It wasn't to start a business so much or become a, a, a successful entrepreneur. And of course, as you know, in the book for eight years, we got jammed through keyholes and you know, nobody, Nobody uh, appreciates that unless they've been through it. Uh, but that was not the motive. The motive was to be obedient. God made it clear that this had to happen. He has a sense of humor. Uh, when I get to heaven, I may ask him about that because it did take eight years of pure pain and suffering because when we launched this, nobody was thinking in these terms, you know? Uh, in the investment world, it's all about return, return, return. And it doesn't matter where it comes from. Well, as you well know, Patrice, it does matter. Uh, that was the motivation for launching Timothy, not some desire on Art Alley's part to be an entrepreneur or start a business. It just turned out that way. Wow, that's incredible. Art, so the audience can understand exactly what the Timothy plan is. For the layman out there listening and watching, what is a Timothy plan and what does it do? Well, I'll try to explain that in a way a member of our board of trustees can understand it. <laughs> we, we meet quarterly and we have more fun doing that. We got the greatest family and uh, 12 trustees. But in a nutshell, the Timothy plan is simply a family of mutual funds. And to break that down, mutual funds, uh, are simply investment vehicles that have a specific objective. And uh, any investor from the smallest to the largest can combine uh, their investments into that fund. And we do have uh, 13 of them, by the way. But into, let's stay with just a single fund, into that fund uh, to accomplish their purpose. And the benefits to them is number one, it is professionally managed. And we have top tier, as Patrice knows, top tier best of class money managers actually managing the money. Uh, it is well diversified uh, because if you do it on your own, you can invest in maybe one company, two companies. Uh, but in a mutual fund, you know, you have maybe a your, your investment is spread over maybe a hundred different companies. Uh, and it is valued every single day at the end of the day. Uh, and that's what investors, new investors would invest at. So it's simply a way to invest, no matter your size, whether you have $10 or $100 million, you combine it all together. We track who owns which piece of it. 
And it's all managed as a single investment by some of the top tier money managers in the country. Uh, I don't know if that's good enough, Patrice, if that, if that helps. By the way, I'm wearing, so so Art, you and I, so I'm wearing, you guys can see here, my Timothy. Ah, there you go. All right. <laughs> and Art is wearing his as well. One uh, of the well, I'm wearing I'm wearing the new logo. The new. <laughs> the one, I wear the old one. So one of the perks we get as board members uh, every once a year, except for this year, we get new shirts. I'm one of my new shirts in the mail, Art. <laughs> we get board uh, shirts. I, I couldn't do it because we met by Zoom. <laughs> next year. Yes, and, and that is really neat. Now, Art, uh, for most people who think of a kingdom company, a Christian business, one that is intentional as a Timothy plan in being biblically responsible, they sometimes perceive it as less professional, less quality. I mean, one thing that's unique about Timothy, guys, first of all, we're talking about a $1.3 billion mutual fund and growing. And if it wasn't for COVID-19, it will be over 1.5 to close to $2 billion now. So we're not dealing with a mom and pop shop. But the operational excellence, one thing I've learned from you, is the importance of investing in the right things, uh, from food all the way to events and, and offices. I mean, why was that important for you, Art, for you to kind of make sure that operationally, top quality managers, um, when you do your events and the staff, all of that, why was that important for you? Well, first off, people need to understand, Art Alley is not the chairman of the board. That might be my title. Jesus Christ is the chairman of the board. And I what really aggravates me, there's not a lot that aggravates me, but this does, is when people put a, so to speak, a fish on their shirt sleeve, do things in the name of Christ, and do it on a haphazard or sloppy manner. We were committed from day one that he deserves our best. He is our chairman. We're not going to dishonor him. So everything that comes out of Timothy uh, is, is really committed to be first class uh, our, from our operations to our marketing material to the money managers we select. And Patrice, as a member of our board of trustees, will uh, attest to this. It has to be first class. When we launched our marketing material, when we were losing, 50, 60, $70,000 a month, our marketing material rivaled that of Merrill Lynch or any other big successful uh, broker dealer. Uh, we are committed to excellence, uh, whether it's from who tracks the investments to the board of trustees to our staff here. Uh, we've got a, a group of 30 people now on our staff uh, because all we do here in Orlando, which is our home base, is coordinate everything. Uh, our money managers are all over the country. Our back offices are in different parts of the country. Uh, it's really a, a uh, diverse organization. But when we bring somebody on board here, I, I almost don't care what they know. I care what their heart is because we can teach them the stuff. I can't teach people to have the right heart. So we're committed to Christ. We're not going to dishonor him. That is uh, the overriding, uh, uh, controlling mission of Timothy. 
I love it. Just to give you guys an idea of the professionalism, I want to show you guys, team, I'm going to show Timothy Plan's website because I want people to kind of see what, what it is art is talking about. Because um, the, the Timothy Plan is, is really a quality organization. I think oftentimes when we talk about quality, people have no idea. So look at this website. Um, I mean, you know, and and so the domain name is there underneath of it. And from here, you can not just uh, access the um, Timothy, but also you can learn about reason to invest the screen, which is kind of their secret sauce. And we'll talk more about that. Know your investment and the course that Art put together called Biblically Responsible Investing. And here you can learn about all their fun. So this is this is a big deal. I mean, here you have the 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 uh, the daily prices, so you can kind of glean from here all all what they're about in terms of what the theme plan is about. Now, Art, uh, you are in a space um, where we know broadly as social uh, social invest social investing social investing. That's kind of a broad term. The, this pie called biblical responsible investing. Are you seeing more and more people kind of being attracted to it? Is it, all, is it only Christians, or is it, um, or are you seeing even non-Christians kind of care about uh, biblical responsible investing? Well, we really are, Patrice. I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to invest in Timothy. You have to be a, a person that has core values and you're not going to compromise those core values. And let me give you an example. Let's suppose in one of our funds, we have a, our money manager has a hundred different companies, uh, different amounts, different number of shares of each, and they manage that and they watch it every single day. What we assure our shareholders is that not one of those companies are going to be pursuing from a corporate level for lack of a better term, an unholy agenda. In other words, they're not going to be involved in abortion or pornography or anti-family entertainment or non-traditional married lifestyles. And, you know, our screens are pretty uh, extensive now. And we do deep research to document our purpose is not to screen out uh, companies, but if we can document and they're doing things harmful to biblical principles, we will not own those companies. We will not allow our money management firms to invest in those companies so our shareholders can have the full confidence that that portfolio is not going to be in violation of their biblical principles. And uh, in the beginning, uh, it, it was rough because people were absolutely not thinking that way, but long answer to a short question, Patrice, Today, more and more and more people are becoming aware, and they know we are in a war for the soul of America right now, and they want to be on the right side of the ledger. And that's what uh, Timothy represents with their investment dollars. There's a whole lot of other things going on, but for the investment uh, uh, sector of their life, we are here for them, and that's what we do. And we do do it with excellence without trying to be self-promoting or anything. That's our commitment. I love it. Now, most people listening and watching may be thinking, well, because it is biblical and because it is about staying away from those things that are inconsistent with our values, that it means they have to take a hit on the returns. Could you address that? Is that uh, 
man, thank you for bringing that one up. When we launched this 26 plus years ago, my friends on Wall Street said, Art, you are nuts. Well, my wife still says that from time to time. But I said, what do you mean? They said, you cannot screen out investing in some of the largest, most profitable companies in the investment industry and expect to get good investment returns. My response to them then is the same as my response is today. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, obedience trumps performance every single time. If it doesn't matter to you, there are 10,000 other mutual funds, you know, go for it. Uh, but if you really care about that, uh, that's the space we occupy. And uh, the, the rest of the story, so to speak, over these 26 years, as we've proven, you don't have to own companies and compromise your principles and your values in order to do well in the investment uh, industry. The key to doing well is the quality of the money management firms that actually make the investment decision. And we've got a team of the best uh, uh, people in each of the different sectors out there. So uh, obedience trumps performance if you really are a believer. If you're after performance, obedience doesn't matter to you, to biblical principles, 10,000 other mutual funds out there. Uh, Well-managed, uh, they're doing okay, but so are we, and you do not have to compromise. I love it. I love it. As a matter of fact, um, as one of the trustees, one of the things that um, all of our money managers pointed out to us is that the what makes the key distinction between Timothy and other fund is our, in our integrity to who we really are. In other words, there's no confusion. And I love this statement you make. Uh, art, which is how much money is worth investing in uh, in things that do not glorify the Lord? Not a penny. Right. You know? and that, that was our first logo. That's yeah, right. That's the line. As a matter of fact, that's also the cover of the book. And so, so, so let me ask you, Art. I mean, obviously, when you first started, that that was a high price to pay. I mean, now you're kind of successful, but early on, it was not a guarantee. Was there a time that you said, "Wait a minute"? Maybe, maybe a, a nickel. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe if you kind of, uh, kind of broaden a little bit, you know, I mean, just a nickel, you know, versus a penny that, that will, God wouldn't, I mean, think about it. It's like, God wouldn't be so mad at you if you just allowed a little bit. Was there a time you kind of tempted? Uh, I got challenged constantly in the early days about that, Patrice. Uh, and God called us to do what we do. We are not going to compromise. Uh, we owe that now to our shareholders. We owed it to them from day one to our shareholders. We could have grown a lot faster and been a lot more successful in the eyes of the world uh, if we would have compromised. But that's not what God called us to do. Wow. Uh, and we have stayed true to that, and we continue to do that to this day and will uh for as long as timothy uh, is in operation i love it and this is why we're going to talk about this book invest with purpose because hopefully out of this process you will glean what really inspired our alley so that you too can be invested with purpose and unconditionally uncompromisingly that will yield to success here's the good news 
even if you don't win it in the natural, eternally you win. And that's the most, most important win. Art, you, you made this quote uh, to us. Uh, that commitment that Art has made with biblical, biblical responsible investing has also extended to why he supports and has been a champion of biblical entrepreneurship. Art, here's what you said. You said the best one word description, talking about uh, our curriculum, you said the best one word description I can think of the describing my project curriculum is transformational. Unfortunately, nearly 100% of my training about money and operating a business has come from the world's perspective, a perspective that seems to always be in opposition to God's perspective. As a result, I do not believe a Christian business person can possibly become a biblical entrepreneur without incorporating the principle and the principle embedded in biblical entrepreneurship into their lives and business. We we push that out loud and clear. Art, you've been a major champion of B. What is it about biblical entrepreneurship that has really led you to support both in Time Thousand Treasure, serving in our board? I mean, letting you use your facility, a major endorser. A lot of our supporters have come because of you. Um, you know, kind of help us here by telling our friends in terms of why is our alley behind this thing? Well, first, in full disclosure, the host of this podcast, Patrice, nagged me. <laughs> nagged me for five years to write a book. And, you know, I just didn't want to, we're, we're operating the mutual fund. I just, uh, that's not me. I didn't want to do that. Um, but finally, uh, it hit me, you know what? God's hand uh, has miraculously been involved in Timothy from day one, and that had to be shared with the public at large. God is not uh, a God of the Old Testament that doesn't do miracles anymore. He is a God of the Old Testament, but he is still in the miracle business. Mm. And we tried to capture a little bit of that in the book. So Patrice, uh, you know how I've complained to you time and time and time again about all this nagging to do in the book, but thank you. Uh, it did get captured. It is in the book. Uh, and a lot of uh, actually biblical economic principles uh, are contained as well. But my whole motivation in the book was to document just a few of the times God himself stepped in to the middle of this and made miraculous things happen when in the ordinary uh, course of events, you would think it's all over. We have to shut our doors and we're done. Uh, so we did do that. Um, but uh, I've got, I guess, full confession, Patrice to owe for the fact that that book finally got written. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, Deborah, thanks for watching. Deborah said it is a great encouragement to know that we do not have to compromise our values to achieve God's success. How true is that? Thank you, Deborah. Again, if you have questions or comments, shoot it out. We'll make you part of the conversation. So let's talk about this book. So it's titled Invested with Purpose. Uh, and, and, and really, uh, this book, uh, and I'm going to kind of uh, walk you through uh, kind of the, um, what's the word? I'm going to walk you through the 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 agenda the the table of content so that that way you can kind of get a sense of what uh this book is all about and then i'm gonna walk through each of the various chapters and then have art kind of comment about them 
And so I love the subtitle. Um, it's Invested with Purpose, the, uh, the birth of the biblically responsible uh, investment movement. First, let's talk about that subtitle, Art, the birth of the biblical response investment. So at the time that you were coming up with this concept of the Timothy plan, there was no such thing as biblically responsible. So you're kind of an outlier. I mean, so how did it feel when you have this crazy idea that nobody is thinking about and you start talking about other people? You know, and you, so how did that feel? Go back to that young art alley, have this crazy thought and, uh, and kind of what's going through your head as you're talking to people about it. Well, again, art alley did not want to do this. I searched the industry to find somebody who was doing biblical screening and there was nobody. Wow. Nobody. Uh, and so I went home and, uh, and talked to Bonnie, which I've learned to do, and any husband with any sense will learn to do that with his wife. Uh, and I can show you the scars here of the times I didn't. Uh, God gives women a certain sense. I said, what do you think? You know, we're, we're going to drop this project or we have to launch it. And she got excited. And she actually is the one that came up with the name Timothy Plan because we needed to name it something. Uh, and uh, that that was the beginning. Uh, took two years to put it together. Uh, takes a lot of capital to be in this space in the investment industry. We had to raise that. Uh, we ran out of that, by the way, in our first eight years four times, uh, which was excruciating to me because people trusted me with the, the seed money to get this going. And when you run out, it's gone. And in this industry, you don't stay in business uh, with oversight from the SEC and all. You've got to maintain what's called adequate net capital. And it got really tight time and time and time again. But the whole reason we launched Timothy was because there was nothing out there. I mean, here I was battling abortion on the streets of Orlando and you know fighting against pornography and the scourge that is on America and helping people invest their money because I was in the investment industry prior to Timothy uh, and helping my Christian clients invest their money and slowly learning some of these companies are funding the very things we're battling against. Uh, so it did have to happen. Uh, anybody could have done it. God, for some reason, chose me. Because uh, I guess, you know, he figured out, uh, I'm going to see if I can trust this guy. And I call it being jammed through keyholes. And if, if you're in God's will, I think that's part of his plan. Because the one thing we know for sure, you can trust him. He has to know he can trust you. Mm. And without passing through the fire or, or uh, jammed through keyholes, how you come out the other side is proving that he can trust you. And, uh, you know, with me, I guess you had to do it four times because uh, I'm a little slow at that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it had to happen. Uh, the uh, community of faith really should have access to something that aligns with their belief system. Uh, my big problem in the beginning and early years was nobody was thinking in those terms. Uh, but thank God they're thinking today about it.
you know, uh, and in fact, we're talking about the book now, Invested with Purpose. But the first thing I wrote, the only other thing I wrote was a biblical stewardship study. And that is on the front page of our website. And I would commend every single watcher of this broadcast. Go to that website. It's free. Download. It's a nine hour study. But it contrasts what God has to say about money with the way we've all been trained by the world uh, to handle money. And it's exactly the opposite. And it's, it's fun to go through. It's easy to go through. In fact, we even have a child's version for parents that uh, really ought to be raising their children up. Uh, you, can, you can take them to church every Sunday and you can have Bible studies at home. But if you don't teach them how to handle money biblically, uh, the chances are they're going to go off the rails. Uh, so I would commend the biblical stewardship to any of you. It's free. Download it. You can go through it at, at your leisure. But it is such a contrast between the way we're in this world, the way we've learned. And every one of you can relate to this one. Everything you've learned about money in all probability has come from the world, not the church and the word of God. Uh, there are some exceptions, but this thing captures it all, uh, and it is straight scripture, and it's exactly the opposite of everything we've learned from the world's perspective. So I, I commend that one to wow. you. So if you want more information about the Timothy Plan and to tap into that free resource, Biblically Responsible, and I'm sorry, uh, Biblical Stewardship, uh, you want to go to timothyplan.com. Timothyplan.com is right there. Uh, and just go there, and while you're there, you can just uh, look right on the website, and you will find the link to uh, the book of stewardship. If you want to purchase the book, Invest uh, with Purpose, you can go to Amazon. There's a link right there, or you can go to nehemiahproject.org uh, as well. Either place, you can find the book, physical copy or ebook. Uh, also, uh, I want to make a note, if you are a Diamond member of the e-community, you do get the book for free. So just go to the e-community, log on, and go to resources, and you'll find the e-book there at no cost to you. Just go and download it. You can take advantage of it. Uh, so, really? So, yes. Really? <laughs> well, this is revolutionary. Patrice doesn't give anything away for free. This is <laughs> Now, now these are high-level members, so that they, they okay. do pay some. <laughs> but yeah, so you can take advantage of it. Now, let me talk. Let me now get into the book. Um, and I, I wrote a uh, well. Before I do that, let me let me give, give you a sense of what you might find in the book. So the book opens up with chapter one, a New Year's Eve to remember. This is where we kind of deal with some of the challenges that Art had, and and you we, we'll talk about that today. And then we'll get into money as a sole concern. This is where art kind of deals with, you know, that that um, may, many of us really focus on money and we got to shift away from that and focus on purpose and really what it's all about versus money. And then he deals with the wage of debt. This particular chapter is taken straight out of the biblical stewardship uh, material where, where essentially uh, we took that chapter out of there and really help to understand because if you if you are heavily indebted it becomes very difficult for you to invest with purpose right so you gotta first be willing to go through struggle which is what art did at new year's to remember you've got to be willing to not focus your heart on money and you've got to be willing to commit to a debt-free life 
Uh, and then we get into what is biblical responsible investing. And Art kind of really drills that down. And then mutual fund. What is a mutual fund? Uh, we get into that. And then for my grandson to be our pioneer. So we deal with Art's story and his journey um, in developing the Timothy plan. And then we'll deal with the early years. This is where we walk through the challenge that Art faced in the early years as he was building this fund. So this is really a great book for us as entrepreneurs to be inspired by as we also seek to be different makers and change agents in our own, in what we're trying to do ourselves. And then we'll deal with the passion behind biblically responsible investing, the why, why Art, um, of course, the Lord uh, inspired him to do it, the Lord challenged him to do it, but then also what is the thing driving his passion as well. And then you've heard Art make this statement right here, obedience trumps performance. We get into that. What does that look like? What does that mean? And how do you also have that kind of commitment around obedience? And then uh, Bonnie's view, what is, what's in the name? Uh, he, you heard him say his wife came with a name. So we kind of hear from his wife's perspective and her story and in Art's testimony. Here we learn about Art's journey to, the, to faith and how that's impacted him. And then you heard Art talked about jams through keyholes. Right, so we talked about the different keyholes that God took him through and God uh, used to shape his character. And then the humble beginnings, we go back to the beginnings and did talk about that. Finishing the race, Art's commitment to taking all the way to the end, and then we'll deal with a pocket full of miracles. We really illustrate here the different miracles that Art experienced along the way, things that without them, this company will not exist today. Again, we're talking about 1.3 and growing billion dollar enterprise in terms of the fund that they manage. And then we'll deal with the screening process. There you'll learn the various screens that Art has put in place, which is really his secret sauce, the thing that makes up Timothy. And then the growing movement. Here Art captures others who've jumped in this movement. And, uh, and we kind of talk about the fact that from the time Art started, this has now become a national movement in America with other players in it as well. And then all in the family, one thing you notice about Art, those of you who have been at Nehemiah Week where we toured the Timothy plan, he hires a lot of family, right? So we'll deal with that, his staffing, why that's important. We'll deal with the, the, the Ali family and how their involvement. And then faith-driven activism. At the heart of Art Ali, he's an activist. We'll talk about that and why that's important to him. And then reclaiming our states. Part of his activism, activism, he's also committed to helping to 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 to, imp, to to reshape or restore the values in America. And he has a, an initiative that he that he works to, do, to make that happen. We'll talk about it in the book. And then giving back, you know, art. Uh, besides a lot of what art, uh, did we lose art? I'm here. Oh, there he is. A lot of what art. Um, at the end of the day, I like to say this, the Timothy plan is a pass-through. Um, there are so many organizations, not just in the email project, so many organizations, we, we're gonna name some of them, that because of the Timothy plan success, there exists today, they got their start, they've, they've, they've got, uh, including even political leaders. Uh, that's been the heart of this organization. So great book to get, to really see a model of a kingdom company, and the journey of one called Art Alley. Art, I wanna ask you a few questions um, about some of the things you point out in the book, but before we do, I wanna read 
Um, I wrote a, pref a pre preface for the book, and I want to just share that with our audience a little bit because I want to kind of for you to hear uh, <clears throat> my heart in terms of uh, why this man is so important in my view, not only to the kingdom uh, in my life, but also to the body of Christ. Um, in the book, I say I came to know Art Alley as a Christian business as, as at a Christian business conference 2007. We both had one thing in common: a commitment to see biblical values lived out in the marketplace. For him, in the investment world; for me, in managing business. Since then, he's become for me like a father, like an advisor, an inspiration, a benefactor. <laughs> when necessary, he challenges me as well. I mean, no one challenged me more than this guy. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I told Art, Art, I, I need to be on the will because <laughs> of the number of beatings <laughs> I get from you. And so, but he's just been a, so, so, so here's the thing about Art. So Investor with Purpose is not just another business investment book. It's an account of his miraculous journey um, led by conviction determined to obey God. Art sparked a movement has created a multi-billion. Timothy Plan is 1.3 billion right now, but this is several billion, tens of billions of dollars as a result of this man's obedience have come into this space. The book takes you from a near shutdown of Timothy Plan's advisor <laughs> advisor on a New Year's a New Year's Eve day to the development of a growing movement called biblically responsible investing. So it is our hope that you will be inspired by our journey in building Timothy Plan, the pioneer in biblical responsible investing. We also hope that you will be challenged to be invested with purpose yourself while making a difference, not just with your finances, but in your industry and community. Truth be told, as we heard Art talked about, he didn't want to write this book, right? And he talked about it. Um, and the only time he, he reason why he agreed when he became convinced that for our nation's sake, for the kingdom's sake, for your generation, that this story had to be told. I mean, this is a miraculous story. So we work hard to make sure the book reflects his passion, his vision, his intensity, and his bluntness. Now his daughter has softened up a little bit. <laughs> you will also be inspired and encouraged and empowered, perhaps even offended at times when you read the book. Uh, but in the end of it, we hope that you will be moved to action, to invest with purpose and through the call that God has for you. And Art has modeled for all of us how to live a purposeful life with conviction, determination, faithfulness. And of course, I wanna thank um, my good friend, uh, friend my, our friend now, I came known through Art uh, um, Knight, Robert Knight, who was who penned this together. And he just was, and, and uh, Knight, I mean, he was just amazing in working with Art to pen this book. So, uh, Robert, thank you so much for this. So, our, the book is here, and many have been blessed by it. Uh, people in Kenya have been blessed by it. People in, in Mexico have been blessed by it, all over the place, and of course, here in the United States. But uh, let's talk about that New Year's Eve night, the New Year's Eve to remember. So, it's New Year's Eve. You're almost going to shut down. Tell us <laughs> what happened. Patrice. I've been trying to forget that night for years. Uh, actually, that was the fourth time we ran out of money. And when I say run out of money, don't misunderstand. We, we're good stewards. 
It's just that our revenue comes from invested assets and the expenses are pretty stagnant and very high. So we grew much slower than we intended to, which meant the revenue, we're not covering the expenses of operating this thing. And uh, as I mentioned before, we ran out of money on four different occasions and on four different occasions, God stepped in at the 11th hour, for some reason he always waits till then, and provided, I have no way of taking any credit for any of this, he provided solutions for us. Uh, and the, the one Patrice is speaking of where the book begins is the fourth time we ran out of money. Uh, the first time was the most agonizing time of my life because people trusted me and the money was gone. The second time was no picnic that we ran out of money. Uh, it was no fun because we knew we shut down or, or some money miraculously come in and it did. The third time wasn't quite as traumatic because I had seen God's hand provide from almost the middle of nowhere. I had no way of, of, of expecting or anticipating what happened. But the fourth time, which is where the book opens, by then I kind of got it. I said, you know, he's done it before. He's not gonna let us down now. And we had just hired our first staff member. I kept everybody apprised, you know, this is New Year's Eve, but this money doesn't come in today. We're out of business tomorrow. Uh, and I'm sitting there and they couldn't believe how calm I was. Uh, you know, not totally calm, but pretty much waiting for the phone to ring. And uh, Dave Hart, one of our employees, is pacing up and down. You know, we all kept our, our bios in our top left hand drawer because you got to provide for your family if this didn't work out. Uh, and he's sitting there wringing his hands uh, and amazed that I'm sitting there sort of calmly. But he wasn't with us the first three times. Uh, and finally, the phone did ring. It was one of our partners that I just came into a pretty good sized uh, uh, inheritance. And I would like to uh, pour that into our business, the Timothy uh, Partners, who are the sponsor of Timothy Plan. Uh, so that all worked out. That was the last time I got jammed through a keyhole. I guess that's when God finally decided he could trust me uh, because that's when our assets really started accelerating. Uh, and it's the last time we operated in red ink uh, in the history of our company. Wow, what an amazing story. What I love is that you made sure your employees had their resume updated. I mean, so tell me that balance between you trusting that it's going to work out and then saying hey it may not it's not a little bit the uh <laughs> kind of plan b patrice just in case it wasn't I, them i had mine in my top left hand drawer uh, you gotta provide for your family yeah that is pragmatic fit here's what kinji said kinji said i've borrowed a lot of principles uh, and models from Art Alley's book and his organization. Timothy Plan, thank you for answering God's call. You've been an inspiration to many. Oh, wow, that is so true. Now, we, we, we're gonna, I'm, I wanna actually show you guys something. I wanna show you a picture of art, all right? I wanna show you this here, it's in the book. Look at that young man right there. Now I see what Bonnie saw in him. 
right? You can't tell. Oh, how man, you come on, <laughs> so this is this is that young man back in those days. By the way, in the book, we do have at the end of each chapters kind of these trigger questions for you to kind of think through for yourself within that chapter. Do you have your own New Year's Eve story? Do you remember that moment in your life? You know, that moment where where the Lord kind of tested you and do you remember that moment? And so so once you guys to think through that as well. And that is awesome. Art, before I let you go, I do want to go in one more section of the book and then we'll continue next time. Money as a soul concern. Um, the scripture you use here is Matthew 16, 26. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit his their soul? Or what can one give in exchange for his soul? I mean, you're, you're really a believer that it can't be about the money. But aren't we entrepreneurs? How can it not be about the money? Well, uh, Patrice, there's nothing wrong with money. What's wrong is our attitude about money. Uh, when all of our training comes from the world's perspective, money becomes your God. And when you're in that kind of shape and you're in it just for the money instead of serving the Lord, uh, you know, money takes care of itself if you're faithful to him. But too many people are out of their whole training and background from the world's perspective, chasing, and we even use the term, the almighty dollar. Well, the dollar is not almighty. And when I used to do my seminars, I would ask the crowd, and there was a group of Christian financial advisors, whose money is it? And if they're Christians, what did they respond? Well, it's God's, of course. And then I would simply say, well, you're all lying. And, uh, you know, kind of tongue in cheek. But they all really were lying. Because if you look at how you're handling it, then come and tell me that you really believe to your the core of your soul that it's his. Because if it's his, odds are you're going to handle it much differently than if it's yours. And too many people are chasing that dollar thinking, if only. And the example I use uh, in the uh, biblical stewardship uh, seminar is, do you know anybody, anybody that doesn't want to make more money? Anybody. No. And if you're honest, no, everybody does. Well, when they make more money, what do they want? And the answer is more. And when they make that, what do they want? More. And it never ends. God's word tells us, I want you to be content with what you have. If money was the answer to contentment and happiness, why are the wealthiest people in the world, or a majority of them, among the most miserable? We've got it out of whack. And, uh, you know, when you start worshiping money and chasing money and think that that's going to solve your problems, uh, just look at all the lottery winners and the disasters in their life after they won the lottery, thinking they were on easy street. If you don't have a biblical foundation, the odds are you're going to mismanage whatever money flows through your hands and your fingers. Uh, so I, again, I would commend the biblical stewardship study. Uh, it will show you the glaring weaknesses in all of the training you've got on hand. There's nothing more central to anybody's life than money. Whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you're trying to earn it, get out of debt with it, budget with it, start saving some if you can, 
you know, provide for your retirement, your kids' education. You're always chasing money. And there's a biblical way to handle money and the world's way. And all I'm saying, it's time we quit doing things with the most central thing in our life. And Satan loves it. Money. Quit doing it the world's way. You don't have to do that. God will provide. He's just looking for faithful people. And faithful people, uh, from our perspective, unfortunately, are few and far between. But from God's perspective, he's happy with that. That's all he wants. He's never wanted, needed, or used a majority ever to accomplish his will. He's just looking for some faithful people. And the acid test of being faithful is your attitude about and how you do handle money. Wow. Well said. Guys, I, I time I'm sorry. Did I get off the word? I didn't mean to. No, this is this is exactly one. Hey, we're gonna have Art come back because we want to keep walking through this book. This is part one, and we'll have him come back for the other parts. Art, as we prepare to wrap, again, if you want more information about the Timothy Plan, uh, visit them at timothyplan.com. Timothy there you can find information about the biblical stewardship guide that are talked about, a free resource from Timothy that will help equip you in the era of finances. But also at timothyplan.com, you can learn about their screens, learn about how to, if you're not in mutual funds yet, how to start that, or learn about how to make sure, and by the way, they even have this product that helps you to know whether or not your money is invested in ungodly products and services. You know, So go there, it's a great resource, you can learn more about it. Also, of course, if you want a copy of Art's book, if you're a Diamond member, you get it for no charge, just go to your community login, and there you can um, get the book and download it in any uh, various e-file that you would like. If you're not a member, you can go to Amazon or go to the Nehemiah Project website. From there, you can order the book and it'll be right delivered to you, either ebook or physical copy, no matter where you are around the world. With that art, there are many entrepreneurs who are listening and watching this podcast on Facebook, on, on uh, YouTube, and, and even on, on the various podcast channels where they watch it. And they're gone through COVID-19. Um, they're gone through economic challenges right now. Uh, in the United States, we've got the you know riots, the social unrest, we've got the political uncertainty in the air. In, in the West Coast, with things are burning up. I mean, Lord, Jesus is coming back, man. <laughs> so there's all these concerns. And so what would of encouragement would you like to give these entrepreneurs right now as they face all of this that they're facing them and the way they are around the world? Well, what comes to mind, Patrice, thank you for asking that, uh, is the same thing any husband ought to say to his wife. And it's what God said to us. You can tell your wife until you're blue in the face, I love you. But would she rather hear that? And that said a lot among couples that end up getting divorced. Would she rather hear that? Or would she rather hear, I will never leave you nor forsake you? Ooh. And that's what God has told to us. Uh, and I mean, that is the security you have in him. The world does not have that. It doesn't mean you're not going to go through hard and tough times. But that's the assurance we have. And that's what uh, I hang on to when times do get a little tough. It is a promise we can put in the bank. Uh, but it's also one I, I would commend every husband out there. You know, not don't stop saying I love you to your wife. 
but she'd much rather hear, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, if you mean that, your marriage is on solid ground, just like our relationship with the Lord is on solid ground because of that promise. You know, Art, you've said a lot of wise things over the years, and I've always thought you'd be a very smart guy. But man, this is the smartest thing you've ever said. This is incredible. I mean, I never thought of that. Wow. You go tell Gina that, man. You will be a hero. I'm going to use that going forward, Art. The first time, I'll give you credit. But after the first time, I'm going to say the Lord done revealed it to me. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, we do have to have Art back, Kenji. We will have a back. I'll work with his office. So you heard our words. The Lord is telling you right now, he'll never leave you. Neither will he ever forsake you. So whether you are in the pandemic, economic crisis, social unrest, whatever it is, you can have faith in that. Art, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, Patrice, thank you, back. thank you, man. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, don't you leave yet. I'm going to make a few announcements, and I'm going to pray for you. Before I do, let me do this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. If you know people who need to be encouraged and need to understand the importance of investing where it matters with purpose, share it with them, share it on your social media platform, share it as many folks as you can. That's the way to show love. Also, if you want more information about the Timothy Plan, you know where to go, timothyplan.com, and there you can get the free resource I talked about. You can also learn how to connect with our director through his office and connect with what they have there what they're doing. By the way, also if you want to know about more about the Nima project and you want to connect with us because you have a business and you would like for us to work with you in helping you grow it or helping you start it from a biblical perspective. Go to nehemiahecommunity.com. There you will learn about our training programs. You will also learn about our coaching program and you also will learn how to access capital through us as well. We even have our own fund. We only invest in kingdom companies. And we can also connect you with other investors as well. You'll also learn how to join our community so that together we can transform the world. Having said that, let me leave you with this. May the Lord bless you. Mm -hmm. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are on the inside of you and to steward them in such a way that one day you will hear those wonderful words. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. So guess what? He'll make you ruler over much. God bless mm -hmm. you. Thank you. I love you guys. Thank you, Art. Amen. Thank you. God bless.